risk management or actuary that. work or some shit like that. I think she's oh, she, yeah, who are you on the? She, who are you she, talking to? The mayor? Who's that? Did you say Bahamas? I guess so. Said shut it down. <laughs> Let's start that over again. How were your holidays, brother? Uh, quiet. We haven't done an episode since November 30th. <laughs> was i even on that one you weren't even on that one <laughs> i can't even remember the last time but then again what is time, um, what is time? <laughs> like just continually i just feel like 2020 like march 2020 to now just feels like a very strange year like my conception of time like i, I realize there's different events that have happened in my life and i know logically that there's time but just the malaise of living through this is insane but yeah our, we were concerned about people in our family heading into the winter like yeah life was getting back to some semblance of normal but we were like pretty active proactive and when the booster came out even before they like expanded I guess the requirements to get it, the suggestion of pool of people to get it, we were like, you know, our parents should get it ASAP, hounding them. And then we were like, fuck it, we're going to get it too. So like we walked in and got the shot. I don't even know when that was. Sometime in November before Thanksgiving. Cool. Had Thanksgiving with people, took the kid around, went down to DC, first week of December, went to a sporting event. Like I haven't been to that since early 2020. Straight up living a little bit of life, risking it all. You kids stayed in a hotel for the first time, saw the Christmas market down there in DC, saw the president speak like just by chance at the tree with L Cool J or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, so it was cool. And then we were heading in. I was like, great. I haven't spent Christmas Eve with my dad's family since like when my grandfather was alive. And we were like, all right, the kid, we're going to be eating the great seafood. It's going to be awesome. And then the week leading up to that, and we were going to have a dozen people at the house on Christmas Day, cook the whole thing. It was going to be hectic, but it was going to be good because we hadn't done shit since 2019. And we had spent Thanksgiving, so it was like, shit, this is awesome. Then dad gets COVID, his wife gets COVID, Getting one of the cousins like, that were coming time. over. Yeah, one of the people that were coming over on Christmas Day got COVID and he hung out with his family. So that exposed all these people. So then we were just like, fuck it. Everybody we knew around it was just like, it, it just spelled bad news. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, we could have, like, looking back on it, we could have hung out with the people that didn't. And it most likely would have been fine, even with those, some of those people had the flu right afterwards, too. Like, they obviously got it from each other. So it's just like, you know, we're thankful that we didn't hang out with anybody. Like, it just wasn't worth it when you have a kid that's under five. Yeah. And then I had first week off 
in between Christmas and New Year's in a long time. So I was able to like sleep like a normal human being. So that was cool. But <laughs> uh, pretty much we haven't done shit since the week leading up to Christmas. We've reverted. <laughs> yeah, you've gone back to like lockdown mode. Didn't do bit. anything for New Year's. Yeah. Nobody even asked or inquired. Like, you know, so like, there was a culture. It just wasn't even friend like, zone, like being like, don't even ask. Like, it's just not no one's hanging out. Like, be, yeah. you know, lock it down. Yeah. It's like, why bother? Now we have other people that we know that have COVID. So it's just like, luckily, everybody's like generally OK. That's good. Not everybody was boosted. People were vaccinated. So that helps. But not like, yeah, like people getting dumped on. <laughs> Like, if you didn't see the writing on the wall that, like, hey, we're just going to, we're in this phase where, like, there's going to be massive surges. That's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, this is. The, you got to, like, do yeah. your risk mitigation as best as you can. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's pretty clear that society's tired and they're not going to go full bore backwards. Yeah. I, it's they, just, like, in the winter months, you got to be cognizant that, like, hey, you can't be acting like a jerk off. It was just bad timing with the holidays. Yeah. It would have been. You know, like I could have seen this happening, like creeping up in January after the holidays, after everybody chilled. But it was like maybe luckily for a lot of people because they just sat home. But I mean, to be perfectly fucking honest with you, it's not like we were gallivanting around totally 100 percent back to normal. But it just sucks because yeah. now it's like we don't even have that option. How were your holidays? <laughs> Got to see your ma. I mean, if we're talking like we're going back from like Thanksgiving to like now give me the cap man uh it's been fucking crazy but in a good way like i met Kay's parents and that was fun for thanksgiving and then like the covid thing didn't seem to really like pop up until maybe two weeks before christmas where we were supposed to go to western massachusetts to like visit ma and do all that shit she's got like a covid risk from work so she's going through all the testing procedures thankfully she came up with like a false positive she did an at-home test like a rapid test where it was positive so then she went to get the pcr and it was negative like so it was a very weird scare and then i still have roommates here where Zach got it and I freaked out because this is like the week before Christmas. Right. And I can't like not visit my mother as often as I wasn't going to like jeopardize this trip. So then I get a bunch of fucking grief about, you know, whatever. I wanted this to be like a legitimately good trip. And I wanted to, you know, I wanted Kay to meet my mother and I just wanted to get this like it, like a, I, I wanted to like check this off as like just a moment of like relaxation and um i can't believe at how fast COVID can try and ruin someone's plans you know after being so diligent about things uh so i'm eternally grateful like kay said you need to come down right now so i stayed at rhode island for like a week before Christmas and then we went to Western Massachusetts went to Northampton for you know a night she went back home I stayed mm -hmm. in Northampton for another couple days throughout Christmas it was on Christmas Eve both roommates then tell me that they have come up positive with COVID 
and they have not gone home that they're both in the house with mm-hmm. COVID. and i was like but oh they're my. over it now they're right. over it now keep in mind yeah. this has been like we're, yeah you're not we're going through a historical aspect of like COVID in regards to these holidays and don't get me wrong like i'm waking up every morning watching the morning news and you're seeing a lot you're hearing about the testing lines and the rush to kind of get results before you go visit your parents or whatnot like the amount of effort people went to go and do the responsible things and yet you constantly heard of the shortages of things yeah. to make that happen whatever it might be i'm going to personally applaud my risk assessment management i'm being like there is just too much there's too much risk going around so i had to live in rhode island for another week after fucking the holidays it was hilarious as hell i've never done such a trip i had to go from springfield to hartford to boston to attleboro Mm. bus train i've never done such an experience (laughs) such a trip like that let me tell you something i pack pretty damn well though for that i've never i'm such an efficient packer i'm considering that saying all that so i gotta spend you know new year's down in rhode island with Kay because we canceled our plans with our friends to go have dinner at ruth's chris steakhouse as a group like it's just not gonna happen like sorry you know yeah there's too much COVID getting too close to people. It's not that good. It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not worth getting sick. Yeah. So you're just constantly in this. Your your bubble is constantly getting smaller and smaller just because you're waking up every morning watching this morning news, hearing about a testing crisis. Bro, what was a, it this morning? I saw yesterday. It was like six hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, this is it's it, this, and our friend from Austin tells us that the mayor came out earlier that late this the past week and said 30% of the city has tested positive or something like that. And he thinks that number is severely undercounted. Point everybody will get COVID, and so you are constantly that was always going to be the case, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you wanted to get to a point like I, I just don't understand the discourse, like it's just and what bothers me politically like i just like checked out i'm gonna be completely honest with you like local state federal politics like i turned off the fucking news in like march of 2021 i just said i like for my psyche i can't fucking do this anymore like i'm gonna be on the sidelines but like kind of monitor it like and every time I would check in, it's the same bullshit. They're still talking about the same fucking infrastructure oh, yeah. bill. Oh, yeah. But what bothers me is just like, or my state government, like the hypocrisy of just like, well, last time you guys used this as like a political rallying cry. Oh, Phil Murphy, you're going to be in Costa Rica when the fucking surge is happening and you're not going to say shit about what's going on. And now everybody's just going to be like marching forward. Like people are tired. I get it. But you got to do something, dude. You got to do something and you're going to say now you have teachers unions calling for remote learning oh, and yeah. that's going to be a fucking problem for them. Oh, yeah. This is we It's have- just like, why would you a, a I like I wanted to be a teacher when I was coming into my adulthood. Like that was like my parent was a teacher. I looked up to all my teachers. They were like my favorite people. My history department was my favorite people in my high school. Like I was like, that's what I want to do in my life. Now I'm just like, thank God I didn't do that. Because look at the bullshit they have, they have to deal with. And it's just like the likelihood of you getting killed in a mass shooting event to me. It's just I'm not getting paid enough to do that. 
there's too much. Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> that's dark. That's but dark. You know, but okay, no, I, 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 if I've learned anything throughout these holidays, I've learned that I hate talking about the federal government because obviously the federal government do, truly doesn't give a fuck about what's going on right now. Right now, I am not hearing a bunch of rave reviews about any governor doing a great job during this surge. I don't think that any local leader, I, I'm not going to sit here and kiss Michelle's ass or kiss, you know, Brianna Keogh's ass or anything like that. I just think that there is this like stagnancy about what this is, where yes, we have to live our lives, but there is a shared responsibility in knowing that if you're going to go hang out with older people, you need to go get, you know, tested because you don't know what's going to happen. You know, there's risk, all this risk management and there's all this like confusion coming from the CDC Oh about God. what the oh rules are. What you a horseshit organization. Yeah, I've never like, seen such tarnished. an organization gone full political. I remember when we were all jacking off to Anthony Fauci, and now he's gone full. Folks, I do what Joe Biden says. Or Ra- Rochelle Walensky, the CDC director. She exactly knew what her job was going to be when she took this thing, which is I'm going to report what the president wants, not the public health measures what the president wants apparently what the D- delta ceo wants too but I, I i at this point it's just become a thing where get vaccinated get boosted be responsible be mindful about where you're going keep your bubble small and hopefully you know at the end of the day you get the mild symptoms but there is this toxic culture out there that constantly wants the world to shut down again and I can assure you that's not going to happen because the last thing this country or your state or really your city wants to do is manage that on top of a crisis we're already in. Because there's no way that unemployment is coming back to the way it used to be. There is this fear of that. Joe Manchin is a great example of why that fear exists. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but like I, I just feel like there's so many people that like just want to fear monger this. When, oh, yeah, there's always going to be, you know, when but I think a lot of I people have to be, are like, I have to be very respectful of the fact that it's like I'm what? doing everything right. Yeah. And yet it is still not good enough for people. If I keep hearing about this crisis going on in our hospitals, when to be quite honest, I'm not seeing the morgue fill up right now. Well, yeah. There, I, I have to, you know, can understand why there's just a level of frustration. Uh, I, but personally, hopefully it stays that way. Hopefully it that stays was that the way. whole idea of the vaccine. This right? is the purpose of vaccines. But it's just like you were never not like, I don't know if people had it like speaking with relatives and everybody. I get the sense that a lot of people were under the impression, hey, I'm never going to get it if I get the vaccine. Like, dude, just That's basic common sense. Yeah. It's like this whole fucking thing was so you don't die. Yeah. And we have now <laughs> and it we have sucks for the people who have now we people that think that's not good enough. Now it we sucks for people who have kids. They're the oh, only yeah. demographic of people. This is the purpose. And that's of other. Back that's other worries, be, right? You know, kind well, of fill yeah. those gaps. But it's amazing at how many people don't want those gaps actually filled. I guess I don't know. <laughs> the locals, every every government put their whole dick into the vaccine like not just not just the tip like the whole dick (laughs) of course their messaging was just absolutely dog shit about it 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 blows my fucking mind it blows my fucking mind that they worked and even through this it's like hey 
we're gonna have surges. You gotta ch- relax. It's I, just like, I don't think I think everybody just wants months. to be a pandemic expert, and it's like you know I'm just gonna play video games. I'm gonna keep you know keeping my bubble small. It's fucking January anyway. Yeah, like, most this people is when are chilling. Is supposed to happen. Like, like most people are just chilling in the dark days. Of are winter. people ready for the summer surge? Are you ready for the summer surge? I can tell you right now, politically, well, I don't know. It's just like, this is fucked. Everybody just is using this as like a as a stone to throw, and I'm just like, oh. That's right. Menendez's kid will save us oh, here in God. New Jersey. All right. All right. I guess we have to get into like <laughs> the things that we're keeping an eye on in our respective zones and whatnot, because this is because it's another election year, believe it or not. And I think uh. that. <laughs> one of the, yeah, I think one of the things that I would like to try and like avoid this year, because I I made it very clear like I wanted to go harder in the paint, you know, about this bullshit and that's going on, uh, and I think uh, there's just this like uh, amazing ability where we get into the horse race coverage and it's more about what is the diligence of things and these like constant self-made errors that don't need to happen or seem to just like appease a certain thing there's a lot of storylines kind of disgusted as a whole at how our systems have failed us and yet they continually get to survive i've said a long time where elected leaders are not supposed to be there forever but it is crazy as soon as they get there they start like navigating the political internal game more efficiently than they probably should and I, I don't know. I, what are you keeping an eye on in New Jersey? I think is the great question right now. Lame duck is pretty much over. Legal weed coming, supposedly. Let's see how the retail rolls out this year. I mean, congressional redistricting is a big thing right now just because of the unavoidable ridiculousness of the whole fucking thing. Um, for those in Massachusetts who don't know, totally versed in this but basically there's a committee that picks these and they try their best to make it trenton's version of objective to draw the map i guess a former state supreme court justice had like the tie-breaking vote on how to draw this map and he publicly said hey last time the republicans picked it so i'm gonna give the democrats the nod this time and now you have like senate state senate committees being like what the fuck do you mean the supreme court of the state is just like you need to clarify more (laughs) like that can't be the rationale it seems like my house rep is going to have a more difficult time running for re-election tom malinowski big proponent of biden's agenda i mean for the area to me he's a good house rep he's not like an ideal candidate but we live in new jersey like i just don't know an area of this country where it's just like you're really going to get the people that you want unless you live in certain districts. That's what's going on in New Jersey, the ridiculousness. But it's just 
the continued same bullshit. Opaque. Murphy's not going to change that. You know, you have basically where I used to live in Jersey City, that house rep, Albio Sierras, he announced his retirement. And then it's just like, oh, well, there's basically not really going to be. We had somebody who challenged him on last time, Hector, on the show. Right. And basically, you know, there's not going to be a fucking primary to that thing. It's going to be, oh, we're going to Menendez Jr. We're going to have baby. We have Bobby Menendez Jr. He's just going to step in <laughs> to see. And then you have all these people endorsing him even before he announced. And now this is a jerk off that was floated to like take on Steve Fulop in Jersey well, City. That, ne- yeah. that never materialized because it was obviously just like not a fight worth having. I would imagine it would have been a total waste of money and nobody would know who the fuck he is. So that's where we're at night right now. Sam bullshit. You have one asshole out the door in Sweeney, but the system remains where it's a bunch of white dudes in a back room making decisions and the public just having to deal having to deal with it and i think as we move forward i mean you know the gubernatorial election happens people thought it was closer than it should have been i don't think people were really paying attention like jack ran his ass off and i think there's a real play out in real time there's a real issue with the way Democrats run this state. And we'll, we'll see what Skatari, who is a big proponent of the weed bill, we'll see how he runs the state Senate. But I can assure you it's not going to be transparent. This is the problem with one party rule and anything. There's no real threat of accountability. So it'll be the same horse shit. I think economically, New Jersey is in a better position under Murphy than it was under his predecessor. So at least that's good. Change is not something on the horizon for us. Fall into that trap saying like Massachusetts is that same exact thing, but it is literally that same exact fucking thing. How's the woo, the woo uh, agenda going? I don't know, man. Like, I'm not ready to like make an assessment on that because there's a lot that she has to get done. And so she's managing all that day by day. You know, I, I, I don't think she has made a slip up that can be pointed to. I, th- I certainly think there are others that have made slip ups, but within her own... Are you riding for free on the bus yet? I'm not riding for free on the bus yet, but there are others that are. And I think that those that are right now understand the benefit and are getting more for their dollar out of that. I mean, the program has been extended for another month. So there's that. It's it's a, it's a constant debate over money and how do you finance it when really... You cross that bridge when you get to it at this point. There's just a group of people who deserve this experience and they're going to get that and it's working and it's becoming more popular with other communities. I think, I I mean, the Federal Transit Administration was just like, there's no real big deal with expanding it, like debating, pushing back on the MBTA as an organization, trying to like make like free pilots with federal dollars happen you know how 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 you know how long has government constantly footed the bill of things and saying we'll worry about that later and no one comes to collect on it i think wars you mean wars you mean wars yeah (laughs) you know home front you know bullshit i i don't want to talk about the the woo train in the context of like what is there to say beyond you you know we haven't gotten into budget season yet and that's really where all the authority lies and i'd like to see where that conversation goes and i think that's the one one of the things that i'm paying attention to certainly 
in local politics is what is this budget going to look like because we can tweet out all the beautiful rainbow pictures of all the people wearing beautiful colors in a row and saying you know you're ready but the question is i've heard that shit since what 2015 and now i'm ready is everybody else ready i don't know i think everybody just the shine's worn off time to work i think there's just a there's a lot of people who ram down a fucking participatory budget office down our fucking throats and now they're on their way to the state senate to pretty much be absolutely ineffective because the legislature is ineffective who's running for governor it's another thing that we have to pay attention to because charlie baker's not running is that election this year this is this year jesus christ so we have an open gubernatorial race and right now Declared candidates on the Republican side are Jeff Deal, and that's really the only person I'm gonna like name. Your man, <laughs> my man, Jeff, dude, <laughs> this is fucking crazy. This is if you told me this guy went from getting his ass beat in the United States Senate race to running for governor and having like I don't want to say the word legitimate, but saying that there is just this evolution that has happened with this guy is fucking crazy to me, and it can appeal to other segments in this like state in this commonwealth and i i'm mindful of that but on the democratic side ben downing dropped out before the holiday why the truth is money gotta have you gotta raise money fundraising and it's hard to fundraise when you have an anointed candidate by the massachusetts democratic party with a massive war chest Who? Just, uh more healy uh our current attorney general I'm not, I don't know when she's going to announce. She's got to announce at some point, you know, and we bring it on again. I don't want this show to be constantly guest driven because could we, but there's I no way we would bring her on. I am a more Healy critic. And the reason I am a more Healy critic is because what the fuck has she done for me? She's not holding nobody accountable in Massachusetts. Hmm. You want to talk about the Stacklers and opioid crisis. And you want to talk about for-profit schools you want to talk about Donald Trump? Those are fucking layups, man. But if you want to talk to me about you being the attorney general and absolutely fucking putting nails in the coffin of some like big corruption bullshit, man, that's not what she's about. And she has a great personal story. She's gay. She's a basketball player. She's just hit all. She hits all the fucking right notes, right? Was she on the court when the Knicks... <laughs> beat, beat the seas the other night. Absolutely crazy. I'm sure she would tweet about that if she was paying attention to it straight up. Bing bong. God <laughs> damn. Ben Downing dropped out because of money. And the reason there's this money vacuum that ex- money drag that's happening is because the anointed candidate hasn't announced. So everybody's holding out. And then, of course, it's like the end of the year. Candidates can like double dip into the funds this year and next year by raising it she did that and she fucking raised a shitload of cash we've had plenty of pundits say that it is more as time when she wants to make it her time she can announce when she wants to announce i remember there was a chaotic period where marty walsh anisa Sybe george and like it's just the fucking craziest of names going out there dan wolf you know does she and shut here we down are, and here does she we shut are. down the gas compressor She's not. Yeah, I, I can tell you right now, uh, Andrea's opinion. Andrea's opinion of that would be no. There's a vacuum sub because they're waiting for the anointed candidate to announce, so they're not raising a ton of cash. Wait, so she's the AG? Yeah. 
Yeah. Of the state. Yeah. And she's sitting on like. She was appointed by. No, she was elected. She's elected. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So it's very like. Well, I mean, that's always like. It just form. sucks. It just. It's sucks. a ho- high profile position in a lot of states that like that's the natural transition. Like that's what Andrew Cuomo was. That's I'm not even gonna try and get into this like, like more. I'm not even gonna just try and get into this more bullshit because I also don't want to like not mention like Sonia Chang Diaz, who is now like the new in this primary, the progressive darling, the left. <laughs> I say that because like I think that there's just like a. Everything that she has done is she has done none of it's like really into effect yet. And if I'm supposed to sit here and say, well, Sonia should be the nominee because she's better than Mora and can probably put the things that she has already done as a state senator into place, I'm willing to buy into that. I also know that there is a story where she's like extremely difficult to work with. And what does that mean though? uh, I think the interpersonal skills just like can be shitty sometimes. I've seen candidates like that. I've seen elected leaders like that, where they manage their their image very well. And, you know, they present themselves in a very diligent way. I don't think there is a naturalness to her candidacy. Mm-hmm. And some will criticize me for that, saying that, but I, it, it just doesn't feel natural. It feels overhyped sometimes. And I don't know. And no one knows who she is. There was polling that. Obviously, the gang over at Mass Inc. have done saying that pretty much no one knows who these Democratic candidates are, including Ben Downing. So it's very clear that people are just not paying attention to this and don't really have any enthusiasm for it until we get closer to convention time and kind of hashing it all out. I think these two races are extremely what people are going to be paying attention to because they have no choice. The lieutenant governor's race has become more hot than fucking jalapenos and... I can assure you that it is something that I cannot quite understand because the lieutenant governor does absolutely nothing except like chair one count governor's council and like just floats around traveling all to the counties looking relevant. Ours I is, ours is pretty effective. That's New Jersey. This yeah. is Massachusetts where effectiveness is not necessarily what we want to be. And I don't know why, but Eric Lesser is now running for this thing. We've had <laughs> it's like like and he got big money too. Like he was already sitting on like fucking six he, he was sitting he on like the East West on ten stacks of high society. You know what I'm saying? Like what the like this guy was sitting on it and then he announced and then all of a sudden he had all this fucking money. Like he had all this money raised up. So and then you got good old Dr. Gouvea, you know, and she was running on that very left lane of it. And it's just like Adam Hines, a a state senator in Western Massachusetts as well, is running for this fucking seat. And I don't understand why. And they don't run on the same ticket. I mean, they would. The gubernatorial candidate doesn't say, hey, I want Eric Lesser. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Very odd. Very odd. They got to be lockstep. They could definitely fuck their shit up, though. If they didn't I, like no, it. they can't. What are they going to do? They don't. They don't do nothing. It's very weird, man. It's it's. I it's just very weird to want that if you don't agree with the person that's governor because you like have automatic association with that person. So if their shit goes haywire, you're going to be labeled as haywire for a position that has very little leverage. I also that, just don't. That wanna, to me is like politically odd. Why you would do that? But hey, reason ten million and one why I'm not a politician. But then for me, like, I just want to see the budget season play out in regards to 
you know, our local officials. And I think those are very reasonable things to like want to pay attention to, you know? Yeah. I think that there's an expectation that if Michelle fucks up, I'm going to say Michelle fucks up. Like, I don't have an issue saying that. Uh, but she's managed the cr multiple crises that are going on well. And so, you know, at this point, she has all the keys still and she's doing what she can with them and not a lot of like losses. You know what I'm saying? Like, not a lot of being like, oh, you fucked up here. I think the vaccine mandate thing is just like one thing where it's like, that is completely reasonable to ask people to do as a like public official. And then on top of that, like she has managed this storm of, you know, if you want to call it racism or xenophobia or sexism, whatever, just the onslaught that some of these organizations have organized against her, like during inauguration, during like the announcement itself, you know, that's something that I think people recognize like Michelle's one tough cookie too. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. she can handle it pretty well. It sucks. I think that's another reason why she's so popular is that she knows how to take these hits. Well, she takes criticism very well. I'm sure she, I would, I would cry at, at night. That's a very normal thing to do. I think after dealing with bullshit, you have all these pieces in place. You have a council that could work with you. No questions asked. You have a mayor that's willing to like risks measures and kind of put her foot down and, certain things how much are we willing to drive forward because i can tell you right now if i'm just going to get the newsletters of you know at large counselor saying oh i got a task force set up i held meetings you know i held essentially just like direct contact things that you should be doing anyway but in the actual like movement of wow we all know that power rests in pretty much one moment throughout the year so i, I just don't want to see this like pussyfooting around of like Oh, this is what we've quote done when really it's just extending the issues out literary task force you know why people can't read it's so fucking hard to get a book nowadays you've opened one new library or two new libraries in like three years well, how many years a lot of things that i've been paying attention to and one of the things that somebody needs to yeah, I just think that it's easy to let our guard down and stuff like that. And I appreciate people that do recognize when they're like, yes, I'm so part of it. Like, the, you know, there's some good people out there that recognize as soon as they go hard for Michelle. Yes, I recognize that I'm so partisan. When people recognize that, that's you can't you, ha you can't get mad at them for that. At that point, they're recognizing it. I personally just do this as a hobby. I just think you can't get like married to people. I think one of our former guests wrote an amazing piece that explained the the politics of Stan is extremely dang dangerous to grow out of that after being such an effective political voice and still is. You know, I think people have recognized that. All right. Well, now we've gotten the pieces in place. You said get you guys elected. But I don't think electoral politics is, you know, as this piece pointed out, I'll put it in the bio or whatnot explained very clearly actual act actual like resist action delivers more than the electoral politics we electoral people we elect i it's think that's always good, been the case yeah i think that's just like i didn't read the piece but i just think that's a personal journey of like realizing that yeah people campaign in poetry i mean people and govern you know, in prose as my man mario cuomo <laughs> once said <laughs>
de mim Você não quis deixar que eu falasse de tudo Tudo que você podia ser Na estrada para 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 Não faz mal, você ainda pensa em melhor do que nada Tudo que você consegue ser